every wedding photographer were to have these 10 traits in conjunction with great wedding photography skills and a great wedding photography craft, that there would never be a disappointed couple who was not completely satisfied with their wedding photography experience. Hey there, welcome to the Complete Wedding Photography for Couples podcast. Do you know that the number one regret for most couples after their wedding is usually their photographs? Tammy will share all the knowledge and expertise she has gained over the years to help you get the very best wedding images from your photographer. The conversations on this podcast are going to help you understand how almost every decision you make for your wedding day directly affects your photographer. Tammy is going to give you the knowledge and awareness you need to create a nearly perfect position for your photographer to be in on your wedding day. And that means better images for you to remember your special milestone. Tammy Blaylock is an internationally awarded, nationally featured wedding photographer and published author. Since 2010, she has excelled in helping each of her couples capture beautiful, emotive images from their big day. Tammy wants your wedding day to be as perfect as you do. So tune in and listen up, because this episode's about to begin. Hello, everyone, and welcome to my podcast, the Complete Wedding Photography for Couples Getting Married podcast. The goal of my podcast is to hopefully help educate all of the couples in the world who are getting married and give them tips and tricks and little secrets to help them pick out the best photographer for them and then to help lay out a wedding day that there are no obstacles or less obstacles for their photographer to work around, at least unexpected obstacles to work around on the wedding day. So thank you so much for listening today. As always, I am just so humbled that someone clicked on that listen button and that someone is taking what I have to say and hopefully using that to better their wedding photography experience. I just want to quickly remind you that this podcast correlates to a book that I'm writing and that is just set to be released in about two weeks from today on October 18th. If you want to find out more about that book, you can log on to completeweddinged.com. Ed is an education, completeweddinged.com. And if you want to join my growing Facebook group with some other couples who are trying to learn everything that they can about their wedding day photography, just search for Complete Wedding Photography on Facebook. It's a private Facebook group, so no one else will be able to see what you're asking or commenting on except for the other people in the Facebook group. All right, so let's dive right into today's topic. 10 traits your wedding photographer should possess. This is one of the chapters in the book, and it took me a lot of time to come up with these 10 traits, but I think that if every wedding photographer were to have these 10 traits in conjunction with great wedding photography skills and a great wedding photography craft, that there would never be a disappointed couple who was not completely satisfied with their wedding photography experience. All right, so let's just dive right into these 10 traits. Number one, I think 
that wedding photographers should have a high level of OCD or at least an above average level of OCD. They need to constantly be dotting all their I's and crossing all their T's, whether the couple hires them a year out or just three months prior to their wedding. Wedding photographers have multiple couples to keep account of and keep straight before all of their different wedding days. So all of these couples, you know, will be in different stages of their wedding planning process or maybe even in an offboarding process. So a wedding photographer needs to be able to keep track of that and make sure that he or she is managing all of their expectations and all of their experiences efficiently in regard to the actual wedding day. A wedding photographer needs to be able to keep track of mental lists throughout the day. You know, what have we shot already? What do I need to go back and check for? If, you know, if, if the cake wasn't out when I did the detail shots of the reception room, I need to be able to keep a mental list of, okay, after 4.30, I know the cake's going to be out, so I need to get back to that reception hall and make sure I get detailed shots of that cake before it's too late. During the day, I need to make sure I'm keeping track of all my equipment. You know, if I'm using multiple lenses or multiple light stands, and I need to make sure that I have them when and where I need them, I just can't be losing track of them throughout the day. When I'm taking pictures, I'm constantly checking in the background for obstructions or even in the foreground for things I don't want in my my images. I need to make sure that I'm following the venue rules. You know, if, if they don't want a shooting in a certain area or walking on certain patches of grass or opening certain doors or avoiding certain areas, if, if it happens to be a venue that there are multiple events happening on the same day. I need to make sure that I constantly have a firm grip of all of the venue's rules. And then even after a couple's wedding day, there are still many tasks that a wedding photographer will have to follow up in order to meet all of the deadlines that hopefully were laid out in the wedding photography contract. So at any one time, a wedding photographer is juggling lots of balls and we have to be able to keep all those balls in the air and not allow any of them to come crashing to the ground because if that happens, that means that we have let someone down, we have disappointed someone, and we have not kept our promise to a couple. So we need a very high level of OCD in order to keep track of everything that's going on on any given day. However, we need to be able to counter this with a high level of flexibility. So this is number two. We need to be very flexible. On a wedding day, we need to be able to roll with all the punches that are thrown at us on a wedding day. Because even though we have prepared a timeline 
and we have listed the order of events that that timeline should go, it usually never goes exactly as planned. For example, I may have my lighting, my camera set up for flash, something that I'm working on inside the reception hall. Let's pretend. And the mother of the bride may come up to me, tap me on the shoulder, and wants this large group of people, of a photo of them taken outside. So I have to be very flexible in adjusting what I'm working on, what I'm doing, what I'm set up for, and tend to that mother of the bride pretty instantaneously. Another example might be that the timeline changing. Sometimes things get switched. The bouquet toss may happen earlier or later in the timeline, or a first look may get pushed earlier or later, or some things may not happen at all, or some things that you weren't expecting may be added in. So you need to always have the flexibility to be able to change what you're working on and be able to switch gears pretty flawlessly. You have to be able to just transition to roll with the punches on a wedding day, no matter what's thrown at you. I do want to quickly mention this story that was recently in the news about a photographer who was not fed at a wedding. I never read the complete news story. I read some things about this on Facebook, so I never actually read the actual source of the news story. But a lot of the comments that I did read say that this was a friend who was hired to photograph a wedding. She was only paid $200 and that she was a friend of the bride. But all throughout the wedding day that the groom was treating the photographer badly and that she wasn't even allowed to drink water. And when it came for dinner, she was not going to be fed And this was kind of the straw that broke the camel's back. So she deleted all of the images from her camera and walked out of the wedding. I don't know how I would have reacted in that situation. I would say first and foremost that I would have not been photographing even a friend's wedding for $200. Number two, I always find out before a wedding whether or not I'm going to be fed. And if I am not, I make my own arrangements so that I don't go hungry and that I can continue working and I don't have to work on an empty stomach. I will say that this photographer was not very flexible. Number one, she should have had all of this lined out beforehand. I won't even address the fact that she should have been charging more than $200 and she should not have deleted the images and walked out. She should have been fed. Number three, personality. You are going to be spending a lot of time with your photographer on your wedding day. They're basically going to be with you looking over your shoulder, witnessing everything that happens on from the time you start getting dressed until you leave your reception during your sparkler exit. So you better be sure that you like their personality. Allium Papery constructs and creates custom wedding invitations and seamless paper suites to include all the details your guests need to know to attend and celebrate your special day with you. 
Gretchen will personally guide you through the design and etiquette process to craft a one-of-a-kind invitation that will enhance and elevate your wedding day. You can visit Gretchen on the web at aliampapery.com. That's A-L-Y-A-M paper I-E dot com. Or in person by appointment only at 1919 Lock Hill Selma Road in San Antonio, Texas. You can also call Gretchen at area code 210-375-8400. If your photographer is someone who smacks their gum, tells awful jokes, who drags their feet when they walk, or who constantly hums show tunes, and one of these things happens to be a pet peeve of yours, you want to know that before you hire them. Because if they are guilty of doing something that grates on your nerves, and their personality does not mesh well with your personality, you will most likely end up resenting your photographer. And I can tell you that if you resent your photographer, you are most likely going to resent your images because every time you look at an image that your photographer took, you are going to think of nothing but them smacking their gum or them dragging their feet across the floor or that one show tune that you heard 3,972 times on your wedding day. So make sure that your personality and their personality work well together. Next, a soft heart. You want your photographer to have a very empathetic, compassionate, soft heart. If they don't know what empathy and compassion look like, they won't know how to photograph it. And those are some of the best little micro stories that you want captured on your wedding day. Um, I think we're on number five, appreciation. You want your photographer to appreciate you like there is no tomorrow. You want to be treated like you are the only couple in your entire city who is getting married. And you don't want to be treated like a number just handing over a big paycheck to a photographer. You want to be treated like you are that photographer's only couple And no other wedding couple on the entire planet exists. You want to be totally appreciated. Uh, You want your photographer to have impeccable manners. They will be interacting with your guests almost the entire day. They will be talking to your grandparents, your godparents, your neighbors, your boss. So you don't need a rude, crude or embarrassing photographer. You want all of your wedding day vendors to have impeccable manners. Next up is vision. You want a photographer who has a very artful eye, who has artistic vision, who is a true artist. You don't want someone with a camera who just parrots or mimics other things that they see popular photographers doing. You just don't want someone copying other artists. You want someone who can document your day by standing on their own two feet. Professionalism. You want some showing up to your wedding day who is going to dress appropriately. 
who will not be drinking at your wedding. You want someone who acts appropriately, someone who is not going to be getting into even tiny exchanges that might be viewed negative negatively by your guests. Um, I'll give you two examples. Very recently, I was shooting a wedding that had a buffet line. It's very customary in the wedding photography world that basically almost as soon as the couple start eating their dinner, that the photography team also start eating their dinner. And this is so that as soon as the couple are finished eating their dinner, that the photography team is finishing eating their dinner and that they can go back to work. So a lot of times, as soon as the couple finish eating dinner, they will start making rounds through the tables, thanking everyone for coming, saying hello and whatnot. And the photographer usually follows them around, capturing candid photos of them with their guests. If the photographer is still eating or is in line waiting for a plate, the photographer is not available to capture these photos. Well, at this wedding, I got in line pretty early on and a gentleman behind me, I overheard him tell his wife or his date that I shouldn't be in line yet ahead of the guests that only a certain number of tables had been released to the buffet line. And he jumped ahead of me and then motioned for his wife to get in line behind him, which she did. I could have tried to explain to them that I am in line ahead of some of the guests so that I can continue working and go back to work when the bride and groom are finished eating, that I can't be expected to work on an empty stomach, blah, blah, blah. Instead, I just pretended not to hear anything they said. I ignored all of their gesturing and eyeball rolling and whatnot and just pretended like they did not exist and got my plate when it was my turn. Another incident that comes to mind is a wedding that I was shooting and I was photographing the bride right as she was getting into her dress. And right after she was in her dress, she decided to reapply some deodorant. Now, before my weddings, I have a very detailed discussion with my brides, letting them know that most of their wedding day will be captured in a very photojournalistic way. If it happens, and by it, I mean anything, if Whatever happens during the wedding day, I am, my job is to document it. So if that means that you trip and fall down the aisle, I photograph it. If that means you take a bathroom break, I photograph it. You know, with the exception to nudity, I don't, unless I'm specifically asked by the bride or the groom to photograph nude parts of bodies. I do not photograph that. Like if the bride's getting into her dress and she say doesn't have a bra on, I will put down my camera and I will not photograph that if I'm in the room with her. But aside from nudity, I will photograph anything else that goes on. And my couples know this, but when I was photographing this one bride, she had gotten into her dress. She had decided to reapply her deodorant. I was taking pictures and one of her bridesmaids decided to lecture me and scold me and said, I know 
you are not going to photograph her putting on her deodorant. Rather than offer a rebuttal to her about how I perform my job duties and the fact that I had already discussed all of this with the bride, I just put down my camera and stopped photographing because I didn't want there to be any kind of an altercation or extended conversation in front of the bride. And that's what I mean by professionalism. You need your wedding photographer to be professional. I don't have to ever be right on your wedding day. I just have to be professional. Number nine, ego. By virtue of being creatives, I would say that probably 100% of wedding photographers have an ego, but there is a but. We have to be able to check that at the door when we get to your wedding. This wedding day is not about us. It's not about the images that we can create. It is about the couple and servicing the couple to the best of our ability. So we have to check our creative ego at the door and make the entire day about servicing the couple and doing our best job for them. All right, last and probably not least on this list is number 10. I think that wedding photographers need to have a U.S. Marine mentality. And I am not saying this in any light of any service member who is serving our country, but I really do mean this. The unofficial motto for the Marines is to improvise, adapt, and overcome. And that is the same mentality that a wedding photographer needs on a wedding day. Because no matter how much client education and preparation has gone into a wedding day, there is usually some unexpected circumstance that happens that a wedding photographer needs to be prepared for. And if we are not able to improvise, adapt, and overcome those obstacles, whether they are small, tiny, minute obstacles, or rather they are huge, gigantic, explosive obstacles, then we have no business photographing your wedding. So there you have it. Those are my top 10 personality traits that your wedding photographer should have. Again, those should be added to in conjunction with a solid photography craft and skill. And I think these personality traits with that craft and skill added together only means that a wedding photographer is much more likely to do a bang up job for you. So that is it today, guys. That is the end of the 10 personality traits that I think your wedding photographer should have. If you want to know more about my wedding photography, you can look for me on the web at atagirlphoto, atagirlphoto.com. You can find me on Instagram, TikTok, Pinterest, just by searching for atagirlphoto, atagirlphoto. If there is ever a topic that you want me to cover, or you have a specific question that you would like me to try and answer, all you have to do is email me at atagirlphoto.com. 
And listen, before I call it an official end to this podcast, I would like you to do me a favor. I would like you to screenshot whatever app you're listening to me today on, post that to Facebook or Instagram and tag me so that other listeners can find me just like you did. And lastly, thank you so much for listening today. I hope you have the most wonderful day. I will catch you next time. Adios. Thank you for listening to the Complete Wedding Photography for Couples podcast. We hope you enjoyed your time, and we hope that you learned something to make your wedding photographs better and your wedding day less stressful. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts so others just like you can set their wedding photographer up for success. Thanks again for tuning in, and we'll catch you again during the next episode.